folks. I'm back. And I'm actually sitting in my car because it's kind of quiet in here. And that way I don't have like uh, surrounding sounds or anything like that. It's pretty hot outside. So I got the AC going. So if you hear my car, that's what's up. Just wanted to give you a heads up. But I'm coming to you with another topic and I'm doing this one solo again. Um, you know, I was just having my quiet time and I was writing down, you know, the things I was thankful for, the things that um, I need to work on. And, and one of the things that just kept keeps popping up in my head um, is confidence. And, and this is something that I have been really trying to work on for the past year alone. But then also just with this new transition of starting a new job, confidence has just been hitting me like a brick wall of like, wow, why am I so inconfident in this? Or wow, I thought I was a lot more confident. And so I really just wanted to kind of like externally process a little bit, but also just like share what has gotten me through things. And I know that this year was really hard for a lot of people. And I know that this year looked a lot different for everyone. So if it helps, then that's great. If not, then um, hopefully people can find like other ways to feel confident. But I think just talking to friends, confidence just seems to be something that not like no one masters and as it is so different for everyone I feel like it's just one of those things that we that people struggle with and and have a hard time finding a solution for or finding techniques to um, improve upon so I kind of just wanted to talk about confidence a little bit so the there actually are a couple definitions of confidence and I'm one of those people that I like to know the, the definition of things so that it puts things into perspective that's kind of like how I read the bible too is just okay what does this word mean finding it out and then it just kind of puts everything into place kind of like a puzzle so one of the definitions is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something and then another one is the state of feeling certain about the truth of something. And then the last one is a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. So within the definition of definitions of confidence, I think a couple things are important to know. So when I was reflecting about my own confidence, I think I really struggle with ultimately knowing that I may or may not be good enough at something or that somebody else is really good at something or like whenever I like, for example, if I walk into church and somebody is just so smiley and just so confident about coming up to me and welcoming me to church and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I am just overwhelmed like you are just so nice and it's just overflowing and so they're just doing their job and and I don't, and so it's like hard to not compare to that and being like, why am I not naturally like that? And why am I not so, you know, chipper all the time? And even just meeting new people, like just going up to them and having the confidence to just be like, hi, like I'm Alicia. How are you? Like, tell me a little bit about, about yourself. And that's something that has been hard for me to starting a new job. Like there are so many new people to meet. And so you, like I, I am very much a per people person, but even, even meeting new people, it's just like, the lack of confidence definitely comes from me trying to be too confident in myself. I think it's so easy to compare to my most previous job and just think about how how I was thriving and how confident I felt. And I was like, what really is the difference of where I used to be and like where I am now with that? And I think it just honestly comes with everything I'm about to talk about um, and, and just that, I mean, transitions are hard in general, but I think... 
there's a little bit more to it and it just really was eye-opening to a couple of things. So I think to start off, number one, where does our confidence come from? Um, so like I said, like a lot of my confidence comes from myself and my own abilities. I think just a lot of self-awareness that I've had over the past couple of years, I've noticed, you know, some gifts, some abilities that I have. And a lot of the confidence I was having, I was putting in myself. And I was like, oh yeah, I know that I'm good at this. So I'm going to excel at whatever I'm doing in this specific field. And then like, the, obviously there are other areas in my life that like I'm not good at right away or right off the bat. And so so I think those areas, like I recognize that I'm inconfident in, um, so I kind of stick to the areas I'm more confident in, but that leaves the other areas just like unattended. And that's just, you know, I, it, we need to be more like well-rounded. Like we can't stick to just a couple areas. Um, so I think a lot of my confidence comes from myself kind of knowing, okay, I know how I feel when I'm confident. I know what I can do. I know what I am not good at. Um, and so I think I just, I think I jived on that for a while. And so going into a new job, it definitely hit me hard of being like, oh man, I definitely thought I was confident. And so a lot of the things that I was, you know, so used to being confident in, it was a huge brick wall. It's just saying like, Alicia, why are you confident in yourself? That's not okay. Um, and, and it's, it was very much a humble awakening and I needed it. And that's why I'm doing this podcast also because it's just really fresh. So, but we need to have our confidence in the Lord and, and kind of like the last episode of just our focus needs to be on God. And, um, I think that this is that, but it's also just our confidence and our confidence needs to be in God. And, um, and I think, with all the aspects of the way that we are in life and all that stuff, there are just so many things that can rock our foundation. There are so many things that can make us feel so bad about ourselves. Like, like I said, even walking into church and all these people just doing their job, greeting you, being kind, and like their love of God is just so overflowing and so evident. Like that, they're doing their job. And so to me, it's just like sometimes it's really, it's very overwhelming sometimes because I'm just like, I don't have that immediate feeling. And even when I was serving at church, I was a greeter for a little bit and. Even just being on the other side of things, of being that person that was greeting other people, like you could see it on other people's faces. Like sometimes people's mission is just to get into church and get out. And so I think, but the, but the mission of the church is to make everyone feel welcome and feel at home and, and feel loved and noticed. And it, and it's uncomfortable sometimes to be taken out of your, your comfort level. So going through COVID, going through a huge transition of just like how I was going in my career, how I was growing in my faith, like a lot of my confidence was shifting. And what I had to learn was that my confidence had to be stagnant in the Lord. And that shifted my entire like viewpoint. Like I'm not perfect. So I do rest on my confidence, which is why I'm doing this podcast episode, which is why I'm struggling with my new job at some points. But you know, it's, it's like my confidence has to be fully reliant on God. And so I think that that comes from, it's not an overnight thing. So one of the things that I really resonated with was one of the passages I was reading, I was reading in 1 Corinthians, and this is going to be a couple of verses. So it's 1 Corinthians 1 through 5, but I'm going to read it because I think it's so important. And it got me so jazzed, and I just found so much confidence through it because it just reassured me that 
literally there's nothing I can do without God. And it doesn't matter how confident I am in certain aspects of life. Like that doesn't come from me. It comes from God for one. And then two, it's also like, no matter how good I am, like I will never be God. So there's nothing that I can do that will surpass the abilities that God has given me. And like, there's no, like, and, and at some point it just becomes like an idol of just like, it becomes prideful. It becomes all these different things that just can can mess with your heart. It makes you feel like you don't need God, but you do. And so I think that was the wake up call I had to be hit with and continue to be hit with, but just because you know my heart's just like, oh yeah, if you're if you're confident somewhere, then it's it's a good feeling. So and then I think that's what we do is we as humans we just chase that good feeling. So I'm gonna read it and hopefully you stick around afterwards. But it's just a couple of verses, but I think it's really good and I'll kind of just like digest it a little bit from my point of view, but I think it's really good. So first Corinthians uh one through five. And so it was with me, brothers and sisters, when I came to you I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God. This is written by Paul, by the way. Um, so just keep that in mind. Um, For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I came to you in weakness with great fear and trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. So this message was so powerful to me because I think Paul is very is a very known name of the Bible, regardless if you're well aware of the Bible and what's in it. I think uh, Paul is a very powerful character and just the life transition that he had and also just what he did for the kingdom and how he utilized God. Um, and so I think hearing that Paul was inconfident at points, you know, hearing that, that his words and his wisdom weren't coming from him, but God's power really just resonated with me that, wow, even the person that I think in my eyes is the most confident is still not God, is still not as confident as I think that they are. And I think it takes, it takes recognizing that and becoming humble in that and becoming, uh, and realizing that it's not just, we're not God. So like, we'll never measure up, but it's like, we need God. And when we do have God, we become confident in so many different aspects and we become confident in him to, pursue the path that he has set for us. So I think it's so much more than are we confident? Are we not confident? What are we confident in? What are we not confident in? And it's just like, no, it is, it is literally like your confidence in God. How simple is that? Your confidence in God only, not another person, not you, not like something, but it's, so I think going back to those definitions of confidence, I wanted to clarify that your confidence should come from God because that third definition of like appreciation of one's own abilities or quality is like, yeah, that's true. You should be, you should be aware of what your qualities are, but you should be reliant on God to use them. And the state of feeling uh, certain about the truth or the belief that someone can rely on someone or something, you need to rely on God and what God says and what God guides us to do and discernment from God. So like everything comes from him. So yes, confidence does come from from something or someone, but that something and someone is just God. Like that's it. There's no ands, ifs, or buts about it. Like it's not your own abilities. It's not anything else. It's like it is purely God.
So the next part is I wanted to talk about the difference of being comfortable and being confident because I think that they're very similar but there is a big difference of them and so like even the, the definition of comfort is a state of physical or mental comfort. So the best way I could describe like how I personally digest this is that when you're starting a new job. So like how how relevant is that? Starting a new job, meeting new people, starting a new task, um, anything like that, like you're going to be uncomfortable. You're not going to be in your comfort zone. Like it's probably going to be very foreign to you. It's going to be very new to you. Like you're not going to have your rhythm yet. So it's going to be uncomfortable. Like you're not, it's kind of like you're going to feel, feel a little bit off until you find your groove with it. So I think that being different than confidence is just like when you're confident, especially in God, you are going to be able to get through those situations. If we were all honest with ourselves, I think it'd be easy to say that there's been a point in time that we were uncomfortable and we just wanted to quit something. In those moments, it's because we're not, you know, confident in something. Does that make sense? So like, put this in perspective, I'm definitely one of those people that I kind of wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm very apparent with my emotions and feelings. I'm very like transparent in that way. And, you know, it's a blessing because like if I'm genuinely happy and joyful, like that's purely from my heart. But if I'm not, then like you'll know that I'm upset or angry. Like I'm not very good at hiding things. So I think that was a huge struggle for me was because when my confidence was in myself, if I, when I started greeting at church, it's like if I had a bad day or if I, you know, didn't sleep well or whatever, like I would wear that on my sleeve. It was very hard for me to force a smile like it's very hard for me to force like this emotion that like wow this is the greatest day ever and um so it just wasn't it just wasn't easy for me to just stand up and be like hi how are you and like it just seemed so ingenuine for me to try and force it so and that's just because all of my confidence was coming from myself it's just like usually like I'm a very people person but sometimes like you do have a bad day and like it's just hard for me to hide that so so then my confidence came from once the shift happened where my confidence started coming from God and I'm obviously still working on that it it obviously was just like you know what we all have bad days like there are things that I had to learn that it's just you know God's gonna get you through this and and it's just, I had to learn that. And there's so much more to it. It's not just, I have confidence in God and like who I am. Like it's, it's so much more to that. It's just like, you know, all the little things that came with it. Of like if I was having a bad day because, you know, I had this really bad uh, experience with a friend or whatever, it's just like, God helps you through that. And then it's kind of a big puzzle piece of just like, oh, well, they said something that was really hurtful to me and it really kind of upset me. And it's just like, oh, God helps you through that situation to help you see that that's not just, it's not worth holding on to or dwelling on like that situation is is going to dissolve and like you know what you tried your best in that situation or that confrontation or whatever and then you're gonna be able to 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 work through it um or just know that that's not the end-all be-all in that situation so it's like something like that it's like a very big puzzle almost of like and no it doesn't just rest with I have confidence in God that's it it's just like he helped navigate all these different things and then it allows you to grow as your identity of a child of Christ and it allows you to grow um, and pursue the path that he has for you for the kingdom so I think there's just a lot to it or that there's a lot that comes from it from having your confidence being in God and it definitely shifts things and it allows you to see that 
you know, when I was in those uncomfortable positions where it's just like, I don't want to force my happiness. I don't want to force my joy. It's just like it, my confidence in God, my confidence in God that I knew that he would help me get through that situation. My confidence in God that I knew that I'm not perfect, that if I, you know, if I just relied on him and, and let him help me and heal me through whatever situation I was going through, whatever I was feeling like I couldn't force through, I knew that that confidence is something that I could rely on and that's something I could trust in. And then that helps me get through things and feel better and feel more genuine. And so that way I'm not forcing that joy and that that happiness. And that way it's not I'm not dwelling on, oh, I didn't come I came up short and I'm not providing. Like I'm not being confident. And so like so I think the difference of comfortable and co- and confidence is that if you even if you're comfortable or not comfortable, like you could take yourself out of the situation um because of confidence that you may have on someone, something, yourself, or whatever. But then, like, that confidence in God is everlasting. That's long-term. That's, like, that's your rock. That's your foundation. That's your—that will get you through anything. So it's, like, sometimes if you're uncomfortable, like, you could take yourself out of that situation. But, like, God being confident with Him is, like, that is the thing that holds you through everything. And that's the thing that is the thing you can re- be reassured on and the thing that you can trust. So as long-term as that was— Dang, um, confidence in God is like literally the end all be all. Like that's what matters. And then three is just like confidence takes time. It takes practice. It's not something that naturally comes to people. Like I don't, it's not, um, I think, I think some people, it can come off like, oh, they were, they were just so naturally confident. And I think so, it's all about perspective with confidence. And, and, it, and it does take time just with any skill that you have to, to utilize, like any spiritual gift, like that may come naturally to more to someone, like the gift of encouragement might come more naturally to someone versus another person, but you still have to grow and practice and like discern when to use it, how to grow in it, learn more about it to best utilize it. So, confidence is not one of those things that just you pray about it and it comes to you like it takes practice you have to put yourself in situations to utilize confidence it's just like faith faith does not come naturally to people like it is something that you have to practice and and a faith without practice is is meaningless like you if you're not practicing your faith then like you can know a bunch of things about your faith just like it says in James but like you don't if you're not actually utilizing that then it's meaningless if you're not practicing your confidence if you're not if you're just assuming that the Holy Spirit's just going to give you this natural gift of confidence like overnight that's not realistic at all and I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news on that one but you have to practice it you have to put yourself in situations where yes you might be uncomfortable so like serving in church I feel pretty excited to start up in like the prison ministry and like yeah I am uncomfortable. I am not aware of what prison ministry is like. I am not aware of how it's going to turn out. I think like ministry in general is really kind of intimidating because there's just a lot of feelings and emotions and I am very empathetic. So I feel a lot of that pain that people go through. So I think there's a lot of fear that comes with that too. And and I so I think I think with prison ministry, it's just not a it's not a type of ministry that I'm used to seeing. It's not a type of ministry that I'm used to hearing about. So I think jumping into it, I am definitely uncomfortable because I don't have my rhythm, I don't have my groove, I don't have my I'm not jiving, like I don't have like my network of people in there yet. So it's like, yes, I'm uncomfortable and I'll admit that. 
But my confidence is through God. And my confidence is not in my abilities because I know I'm an encourager. I know that I have a lot of joy for the Lord. But none of that means anything unless I have confidence in God. So I am going to be confident in Him that He's going to utilize me the way He needs to to bring this ministry to life and to help this ministry grow. I know that he's going to use me and he's going to grow me. He's going to heal me in areas of life that I need to grow in. He's going to push me to become more confident. And this is my way of practicing confidence. I'm going to grow by practicing getting out there and speaking to people and just, and you know what, like if, if I, I can't fail if God is with me, I can't fail if I'm relying on him and not myself. It's, it's like, I have to try. I have to give it a shot. I have to understand that we are, no one is perfect. No one is even near perfect and we're all in the same boat. And so it's just like, if I have this, if I have this amazing opportunity to have a relationship with the Lord, why wouldn't I share that with someone else? Why wouldn't I go out and even if somebody did know the Lord, why wouldn't I try to help teach them a new perspective or love on them if they're having a bad day? So you know what? Like I am uncomfortable, but I'm confident. I'm confident in God that He's going to get me through what I need to get through and to help to help love and teach everyone a part of this ministry opportunity. So, so kind of like wrapping up, like I said, I'm not perfect. I'm also not incredibly like 100% confident, but I think it's just finding out like, what are you confident in? What are you inconfident in? Obviously you can build upon your strengths and you, you can build up your weaknesses, but understanding where you, where you lie is really important. So like for my new job, I think that there are certain aspects where doing treatments and doing rehabilitation exercises, like that's a strength of mine. And I know that I'm very, I'm very aware that when I'm in a situation where I have to give somebody exercises, especially on the fly, like that doesn't freak me out. But there are certain things that do freak me out that I'm not used to. And it's honestly just because I haven't practiced it. And there's, there's, there's things that I need to get more involved in to, to get better at. And that comes with practice. And then over time, like, that builds confidence. And I also know going into it that I cannot fail because I have God. And I know that myself is not the identity and what people think about me is not the identity. And what matters is that I'm trying my best and I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm relying on God through it. So for realizations, I wanted to start off with God is with you no matter what. So in any circumstance, God is with you, good or bad. And um, Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So just know that in any circumstance, God is with you and he's not going not gonna to leave you. Also, the next thing is just know that you aren't perfect. I think that that's kind of a daunting thing, kind of a sad thing. Like we want to be perfect. We want to be, you know, know, improving and feel like we're improving, but like we have to know that we're never going to reach that level of Jesus. We're never going to reach that level of like, if we were too good, we wouldn't need God type of thing. And so we we need to know that we, we need God and we have to know that we're not perfect because if we're continuing to strive for something that's unrealistic, it's going to wear us out and we're just going to continue to be disappointed. So Psalm 73, 26, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. So that just says it enough. Like we're living in our flesh and our flesh is going to fail. Our flesh is sinful. Our flesh in nature is just going to never, ever meet the standards of God 
But if our heart is connected to God and we are just continuously running after Him, like that's the as close as we can get to Him. And that's what we need to strive for always. The last realization is fear doesn't hold you. So there's a lot of things. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear of uncomfort. There's fear in uncomfort. There's fear in lack of confidence, like the future, whatever it is. Like there, fear is something that's so paralyzing sometimes. And so I think we need to recognize that. And we need to say, that we need to know that like God is with us and he's going to get us through it and he's going to utilize us like no matter what. So like Psalm 18 two says, the Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. This is really important because the enemy is always on the prowl, always trying to tempt us, always trying to turn us away from God. And there's always a battle going on in our hearts between God and the enemy. And like, it's very evident and it's, it's important to be aware of how evident this is because the enemy is very much in in control of what he places in our life and and that affects us and it's a constant daily battle that God and the enemy are always fighting and that we are experiencing so like just remember like for your armor of God pray that you know that you can be pray that your confidence will be in God's word pray that that your confidence will be in the truth and like pray over that. And that's why scripture is so important is because you need to know that there's like certain things that there are certain things that scripture says that you can hold on to. So the enemy is always going to draw us to fears. He's always going to try and draw us away from what we're being called to do. So just be very aware of that and like ask God for discernment for that. Ask God for the ability to, to be able to have the quick response of like praying that the enemy will be casted away, that the you have your armor of God on, that you are being protected and that you know that. And so the enemy is just a very, very important factor in all of this too. And so just keep that in mind as well. So some helpful tips going forward and wrapping up is ask God to show you what you're confident in and what you're not confident in. Have that conversation, like pray about it and actually find out what you're good at and what you're not good at. Because I think it's so hard to just guess sometimes, especially if we know that we're confident in something, we're going to keep driving with that. And that comes from us. So we need to make sure that we are asking God and allowing him to show us and then utilizing that from there so that it's like his way Um, and not our way. And then number two, finding ways to practice your confidence, asking God to provide opportunities, asking God to help you be confident in those situations, um, I think is very important. And just taking that initiative to want to improve your confidence overall. And then the last two things kind of go together, but it's reading the Bible. I think reading the Bible is so important. I think the first Corinthians passage, I honestly had no, like I had no idea that I was going to read a passage like that. And when I was reading it, I think what spoke to me is that this wasn't just one verse that I could hold on to. It was just a whole passage that had context to back up, you know, you know, what Paul was going through. And the, it was kind of like the beginning and then the during and then the after. And it's just like looking at someone like Paul and just seeing, you know, all the things that he's done for the kingdom. It's just like knowing the whole storyline of Paul and just knowing who he was before he was even Paul and knowing how far he's come. And then just knowing in a short snippet of like five verses like that, knowing that how much 
that meant of like, my wisdom doesn't come from me. It comes from the spirit and um, that's the spirit's power. So it's like, he's not taking credit for getting his wisdom. He's not taking credit for for saying the wisdom. Like he is purely giving all of the credit to the spirit. And I just thought it was really powerful and just the confidence that he had in God to do so. And then I think too, there are times for memorizing scripture. And I think sometimes people read scripture out of context and they take those little snippets of a, of a verse and then they're like, you know, it's it's hard. I think some people, or I think it's easy to take a verse that feels good in the moment and just really harp on that and just remember, memorize that. And I think that that's good to some degree. I think there are some verses that are very black and white, but sometimes it becomes a little gray. So I would say just be careful about that. So I say, if, if you are finding a piece of scripture that means a lot to you, I would say try to find the context of that. And I think that's why reading the whole scripture base or the whole story or the whole chapter or like even just knowing even more about the Bible is really important because reading that scripture and knowing the context behind it is really important because sometimes verses don't mean what we actually think it means. And so just be careful about that. But having that shorter version of something is going to be hold is going to be helpful. So if you read a story of the Bible and you find a verse that really speaks to you, that could remind you of the entire storyline. And then you just remember that verse specifically that's a lot easier than memorizing the entire passage, which you could do also. But I think memorizing that one verse, putting it in your car, on your phone, or whatever, like putting a sticky note somewhere, that's going to be really important as like a daily reminder. Like when you're stuck in those situations, you just turn back to that and then you can just say like, oh man, this is good. I... The, the, I've got the word in my brain. And then I've also just, I've got my reconfidence back in God. Like I'm being reminded. So I think that that's really important too. So overall, um, I know it was kind of all over the place, but I just feel like confidence is just something that takes time and it is so worth it. And not being confident can really inhibit somebody from pursuing the path that God has for them. So I want to say that it's going to take some effort, but I think if any anything in the Bible and anything that we're called to do as believers takes effort and it takes time, and I think that the more intentional we are, like the, the more we're going to grow and we're just going to become better and stronger and more confident in God. And I think that's what's really important. So um, my encouragement is just to get in the Word, get into at least, if you aren't very familiar with the Word, like get into a foundation of it and just really find out, you know, what's the nitty gritty backbone of what the Bible is saying and what's the whole premise of it. And and then start finding in key key factors and and break it apart a little bit more by a little bit more but I think that'll be super helpful thank you for listening and hopefully hopefully people can become more confident but um just remember like confidence doesn't come from you it comes from God and and everything comes from God and God is just good and he'll take care of you and no matter what like even if you try your darndest like it's still not going to measure up to what God has for you. So I think we just need to stop wasting our efforts and wasting our breath on trying to control our life. And that's a little soapbox there, but it's true. (laughs) But uh, we just need to focus on God and that's it. So thank you for listening. And until next time, this is the uh, Building the Blueprints podcast.